Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Siffror och känslor. Det här avsnittet har väldigt mycket av båda delarna. Det handlar om matchen mellan de nya stora pengarna och de gamla värdefulla traditionerna. I det här avsnittet rejält reportage om det som just nu är skräckexemplet i frågan till flyttröran kring West Ham. Det kommer också hoppfulla röster just in till Tottenham om en flytt och färska ritningar på jättesatsningen i kvarteren kring Chelsea. Folket och fansen kring Everton och Burnley kommer också till tals när vi snackar om det som är Premier Leagues allra största utmaning just nu. Att satsa nyrikt och ändå vårda atmosfären. Varmt välkomna till veckans småprogram från Storbritannien. Fem kilometer till himlen eller helvetet. Programmet presenteras av Betsafe. London Stadium eller Olympic Stadium. Jag ingen verkar särskilt bekväm varken med namnet eller att faktiskt vara där omkring. Det är långt ifrån Bowling Ground på väldigt många sätt och ändå bara några få kilometer därifrån och emellan dem i östra London. West Ham gjorde flytten i somras efter mer än ett sekel av fotbollsspelande i de ruffiga kvarteren kring Upton Park. Hatade av motståndarna, älskade av supportrarna. Och det handlade såklart om att göra tricket, att utveckla ekonomin utan att avveckla identiteten. West Ham har misslyckats kapitalt med det senare. Mutan New Stadium is disastrous. Yeah. We are East London Pine Mash Cockney boys and girls. We're not champagne sushi. They heard you around like animals. Uh, the prices of everything in the stadium are astronomic. Uh, the atmosphere isn't there. They've made lots of promises that they didn't keep. It's just not a nice stadium. Not a football stadium. Terrible. It's terrible at the moment. Everything's going wrong. But it was always going to happen the first season we moved. So just got to wait and see what next season holds. Really, get up there, hold a decent position this season, then move on from there. Really, really poor. Um, hand on heart, I'm really upset. Traumatized. The transfer market was shocking. The players we've brought in, not happy with the stadium. There's no atmosphere. There's nothing there for them to show for us to get behind the team. 
obviously won't create the same atmosphere we did at the Berlin, but at the same time, if we want to get a bigger club, this is where we've got to be. Bigger stadium, more fans. It's not up to part, we all know, but with times of football and the way it's changing, we've got to just go with it. You've got to start getting 60,000 people at a home game. You just have to, you, that's, a, that's the times now, that's the way things have changed. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I want to go back to the old days, but something needs to change and it needs to change drastically. So that låter det nu efter en halv säsong på Englands största arena, näst efter Old Trafford. Och resten av ligan tittar förfärat på. Tottenham till exempel, inte långt därifrån, bygger nytt, just in till Whitehart Lane. Well, I think the stadium looks huge, to be honest. I think it's going to be massive. Uh, it's, you know, just a little bit bigger than Arsenal's, which is kind of what we want. A fabulous ground, this. It's going to be superb. And um, I think we have got the fan base to fill this week in, week out. I don't think we're going to suffer the same way as West Ham have suffered, because this is a football ground, not an athletics ground. So I've got high hopes for that. It's not a football ground. You've got very, very, the, the terraces aren't sloped very steeply, so people stand up, and that's where all the fighting starts. This is going to be a football ground, so the terraces are going to be stepped correctly. Like well, Arsenal, Arsenal's is a proper football ground. Arsenal's is a much better ground than Wembley because of it, I think. Um, so this one's going to follow the same way. It's been a well-designed stadium. As long as they kind of keep the fans close to the pitch and we can get the stadium relatively full, I think we should be all right. I mean, what people don't seem to realise is that most people that follow the club now don't live around here, live out in the sticks in Hartford. So the railway takes about 25, 30,000 people sometimes. Well, not, not 30,000, 25,000 people out that way, yeah? So the crowds will come in to the ground. That's the problem, is where everybody's going to go. But uh, yeah, there, there's no question they're going to fill this. I mean, they, uh, with the way spectators, I guess they'll fill it double over. You could break it 70,000 and still fill it. Arsenal i samma del av London har jobbat hårt i tio år nu efter flytten från Highbury med att försöka ta med historien till Ashburton Grove, kvarteren runt Emirates Stadium. Men det är långt ifrån samma skäl kring den arenan. Söderut i huvudstaden har Chelsea länge haft planer på nytt och stort. Efter diverse tuffa tillståndsfader har det i dagarna faktiskt klarnat för den där futuristiska pjäsen på samma plats som Stamford Bridge idag står. Kvarter som till och med uppskattas av borta fans. And it's a different area, isn't it? You can go in the Blue Elephant and you can pay a lot of money and uh, it's a much nicer for you know people with a bit of bit of, bit of dosh. Mönstret är detsamma över i stort sett hela fotbollsengland. Det gäller att hänga med i racet. Det är redan ekonomiskt överlägs när Premier League har fyllt på med ytterligare internationella tv-avtal som ingen annan är i närheten av. Och parallellt med dem har ligan accelererat med fantasisiffror på i stort sett alla fronter. Även om några håller emot och försöker värna om rötter och tradition. Lilla Burnley till exempel. Där lever nästan tipsextra idealen kvar. Ja, nästan alltså. I really the Premier League's only a recent thing in the overall scheme of things because the football league was formed by uh, people like Burnley not Arsenal. Chelsea had a, a, a huge amount of players out on loan last year. I think 40 plus possibly. Yeah, we we have a small squad, 25 30 players, you know, and they could let 40 players go out on loan. We couldn't let 40 players go out on loan. That'd be the whole squad, including the young men and the groundsmen and the the, and the cleaners. Club. You know, every everybody. That ground would be empty. You know, we'd have nothing. So that's football today. We take us from Burnley. Västerut till kusten i nordväst. På ena sidan Stanley Park har ju Liverpool byggt ut till den här säsongen. Precis som i Boston med baseballlaget Red Sox där har de amerikanska ägarna insett värdet av att vara kvar. På andra sidan parken är allt ungefär som det alltid har varit kring Goodison Park hemma hos Everton. 
the people around here make you very welcome. It's a lovely place. It's brilliant. Yeah. We we've been supporters since the 60s. Yeah. We first started coming in 19 mid 60s, wasn't it? And then we had a break when we had got married, had children, and that. And then we started coming again about what, five years ago. Yeah. It's more expensive. <laughs> Anybody who comes to Everton, it's it's a great club. It's, as soon as you come to Everton, that's it. You've got the boy. It's a lovely place. Väldigt mycket handlar om pengar alltså. Alldeles för lite kanske om de andra mjukare och mer svårdefinierade men helt grundläggande värdena. Följ med nu tillbaka till de fem kilometer som West Ham flyttade och allt som kom med på vägen. En intäktsspinn uppåt. Hammers räknas nu som världens sjuttonde rikaste klubb. Men som ändå spelar för att hänga kvar och ändå har svårt att hävda sig på transfermarknaden. En kort flytt geografiskt, men det blev mycket på halsen. Konstanta bråk på läktarna, en stor spricka mellan fans och klubbledning med helt olika syn på vad som har lovats och vad som har infriats. Och en pajetthärva på kuppen till exempel. Terrible, terrible at the moment, everything's going wrong, but it was always going to happen the first season we moved, so just got to wait and see what next season holds really. Get up there. Hold a decent position this season, then move on from there. Really, from a West Ham supporters' point of view, we had a great season last year, but then that's always followed by five bad seasons, and we don't mind because they're our club, or well, they were our club. So the football thing, it's not really an issue. They'll go up, they'll go down. That's West Ham way. Well, we don't have a club anymore. We got a football team and this lump of a stadium, and that's it. And if if you don't own a stadium, I think it's harder work to actually make it feel more like a football stadium. There is no atmosphere there. Not it's not a football stadium. It's great for the Olympics, but not for football. It's just it doesn't feel right. It hasn't done from day one. It's not Upton Park. We all know, but with times of football and the way it's changing, we've got to just go with it. You've got to start getting 60,000 people at a home game. You just have to. You, that's a, that's the times now. That's the way things have changed. West Ham are not a big club, they never have been, and they've got aspirations to be a big club. I don't, uh, unless you get some multinational with billions to come and buy it, uh, it'll never be the same. I mean, we never won it, we, we wasn't, you know, we didn't win every fixture at Upton Park, but, it, you know, you just felt the atmosphere there. It was, we was like the 12th man, um, and, and, it, and that sort of created positive feeling around the, around the place. At the moment, it's all negative. If I'm honest, I would have stayed where we were. I would have extended on the stadium with the atmosphere, brought in more fans, built on the East Stand and stayed where we were. I think the players need to up their game. They need to get some good players in. They need to show us something to get behind the team. So there is an atmosphere. Play good football, get the fans behind them and we will want to stand. We will want to edge them on and we'll get in with the atmosphere just like it was at Upton Park. But at the moment, it is like a library. Bilic, I like him. I like him. I do. I think. I think he's hurting at the moment. He puts himself out there as well. I mean, he he, he does a couple of interviews a week. He writes a column in in, in the London paper. Uh, you know. You know. He, he's honest. He's honest. He's an ex West Ham player. I know he wasn't here that long, but he's an ex West Ham player, and I and I think he wants to fix it as well. If there's any man that's going to get him playing again, it's him. His his love, his his desire, his commitment, everything. He's he's the one that's going to get us playing well. So. Just got to wait and see. I'm, I'm going to back him, keep backing him, and and see where we go from there. At least till the end of the season. 
I got, but I mean, they got to have a plan. I mean, even just a five-year plan just to get us up into the Champions League would be lovely. That's uh, who knows if they can't attract the big players. If you're not winning games, you're not getting the, the players in. It's going to be a tough, tough few years. But hopefully, we can start spending out. The owners have got to start spending some money, paying the money because we know now that it's, it's just going through the roof. The wages, players, you know, players' wages, the cost of players, and everything just going absolutely through the roof. But they have to start competing with that to to make it a club that really we need to be. We don't want to keep being a bottom half club. We want to have a look and push, especially this season, get in the top ten and then work our way up from there. It's still always going to be supporters' club. It's always going to be the fans, or no way. So we just got to keep working, and hopefully it comes off. From bowling ground to London Stadium, we take us now one and a half years back in time to starten på den sista säsongen på gamla hemmaplanen och så småningom fram till den här nya platsen där ett sargat West Ham ska upp mot Manchester City i den 23 omgången. Tillbaka till reportaget. Vi var ju där och tog tempen och lyssnade på drömmarna men också på oron som fanns där inför flytten. Det här är historien om West Ham men den går tvärs igenom hela Premier League. Att som här ha fem kilometer till himlen eller till helvetet. Det finns såklart en massa olika sätt att försöka värdera hur mycket som finns i potten för de olika klubbarna i en Premier League-säsong. För de allra största, de fyra, de som heter Chelsea och Arsenal och Manchester United och City, ja, då är det naturligtvis titelstriden, topppositioner och Champions League-platser det handlar om. Jag skulle ändå vilja påstå här och nu i östra London att det är en helt livsavgörande säsong. Och för ingen annan klubb är det så viktigt faktiskt den här säsongen som för West Ham United. Yeah, sad leaving this place. Don't really want to move move grounds, but it's the same what you said, it's got to be done, isn't it? Why don't you feel uh, that Olympic Stadium is the future? It is the future. That's what that's what we think, but it's just this is where we've been coming since I was a little girl, you know, and so I don't it's just it'll just be sad to not be coming here anymore. You have been around, haven't you? Yeah, I've been around here. Yeah. I've been around too too long really. Too long, too long. <laughs> so what do you think about the move from bowling ground? Uh I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I haven't got me I haven't seen I don't know if we're gonna fill it to be fair. We might be alright, but I'm not sure. Fill the new stadium. Yeah, yeah, fill the new yeah. Are you worried about the club's identity? Um no, I think we'll always be West Ham. No, no, I'm quite happy with that, yeah. I'm not worried about that now. No. So you have to decide now. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got I've got to see what they're going to offer me in relation to what I've got now. Uh, and th- now you have to say farewell to bowling. Yeah, farewell to bowling. <laughs> okay. It's been a long time, but it'll be a very sad day that will be. Very sad day. Det är såklart pengar och ambitioner som lockar till flytten. West Ham är numera en klubb jämfört med de senaste åren som vill mer än att bara hänga kvar. Det är en klubb nu som vill försöka att fixa tricket, att både spela snyggare, nå bättre resultat och växa, det vill säga tjäna mer pengar. That's good, good idea. Good idea. How come? It's good idea. More money, we'll get more money. Definitely good idea. Definitely What do you want to do with the money? Spend it on players. Spend it on good players. Yeah, we're all right. It's good. It's good. Tell me about your dreams uh, with West Ham United. My dreams with West Ham United, just as they are at the moment. We win some and we lose some. That suits me down the ground. Yeah, yeah suits but me down the ground. But what do you think they're achieving uh, or try to achieve uh, with all the money? Well, we'll try to achieve to get higher position in the league, European football. Mm-hmm. How high? We can get into the top four. 
Definitely. Definitely get into the top four. Yeah. Och i den ekonomiska ligan så är West Ham inte mer än ett mittenlag och det är långt till toppen. Vi tar ett par räkneexempel här. På en hel säsong när det gäller matcharrangemang så tar West Ham in motsvarande 250 miljoner kronor. Alltså inte inklusive tv-avtal och sponsorintäkter och souvenirförsäljningar utan bara kring själva matcherna. Tottenham är inte så himla långt härifrån på en helt annan nivå. Varje match så tar de in mer än dubbelt mot vad West Ham lyckas med. Och värst och störst i klassen när det gäller det här är Manchester United. Mer än 20 gånger med vad West Ham mäktar med per match eller per säsong hur vi nu räknar. Det är extremt stor skillnad när det gäller det här. Och West Ham ska försöka växa och klättra. Men det där är någonting som skaver hos en och annan idealist här ute i östra London. We can't compete with the big guys with the small crowds that we're getting here. We need bigger crowds. We need a better stadium than this. It's been fantastic, but it is getting old and you know, time to move on. Been coming here a long time, but I suppose you look back when you and think, well, it's got to be done. You want to compete with the big boys? I'm an old West Ham fan, and I'd rather see a game where, you know, where we might even lose it 3-2, but it's been a really attractive football, you know, played by, played properly by both teams. You know, I want to see good football. Try, try to say that to the youngsters. Exactly. No, the youngsters, it's completely different. That, you know, they don't remember what it was like watching Trevor Brook in Alan Devonshire, Billy Bonds, you know, that sort of player. Excuse me, are you moving as well to the Olympic Stadium? Uh, no, I won't be working here when they move. <laughs> Absolut inte åka ur. Det är en omöjlighet för West Ham det här spelåret. Och så gäller det för uh, Slaven Bilic, nya managern, att uh, på rekordsnabb tid plocka ner bollen jämfört med vad Sam Allardyce har haft den tidigare. Ner på gräset, börja lira och dra publik redan till nästa år. West Ham United spelar den här säsongen både för identiteten och för framtiden. Verkligheten kring West Ham United alltså. Det blev ju en mindre successäsong i fjol men bara ett halvt spelår senare är klubben i en rejäl kris. Det är faktum. Och det där var rösterna och reaktionerna just nu och för en liten tid sedan. Berättelsen och betraktelsen kring det som just nu får ses som det tydligaste exemplet på hur svårt det kan vara att utveckla utan att avveckla. Nya småprogram från Storbritannien varje onsdag inför Premier League helgerna. Vi ses och vi hörs. Programmet presenteras av Betsafe.